It is 7.04 on this Thursday, and uh, welcome back. All right, so we recently enacted a college survey in the state of Florida. It's going on right now, actually. It was passed a couple years ago on back of research that showed 68% of conservatives on college campuses didn't just feel as though the deck was stacked against them when they were in school, including by professors, but 68% of conservatives on campuses said they felt silenced. And so on back of that, a couple years ago, the state legislature came up with a law mandating an annual college survey, one that will be handed out to faculty in our state, one for students. And there are 13 questions, and they're aimed at trying to figure out how much room there is for ideological consideration on our campuses. Are our colleges really just indoctrination centers? And... As this is taking place, and we have yet to receive the first round of it, it was absolutely opposed by uh, the, the universities and our colleges generally across this state. And you have to wonder why, if they didn't feel like they had anything to hide. But anyway, as that is taking place, and we await those original results, interesting story here that's being examined by Matt Lamb. Associate Editor at the College Fix, and this one comes from the University of South Florida, a lawsuit that's been filed by a former nursing professor at USF, and it pertains specifically to what we're talking about here, which is the political bend of many administrators on college campuses. Matt, appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, so give us the uh, the rundown and what's alleged to have happened here at University of South Florida. Right. So there's a professor whose name is Andrew, I believe you pronounce his name, Bugajewski, and he um, was a nursing professor. And the dean of his school, whose name is uh, Usha Menon, um, allegedly you know, made a lot of comments about um, white males, uh, white male conservatives, um, and, and expressed a number of uh, allegedly you know, very hostile anti-white statements. Um, so he alleges that she said things like, you're a man, you don't understand. No offense, you're a white man. You don't get to weigh in on this. It's not clear exactly what they're talking about. Um, and you're a man, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't understand. Um, and um, according to the lawsuit, you know, Bujewski said that um, this dean, um, quote, openly held a deeply rooted disdain for Caucasian men. So given the pervasiveness of this, you know, one wonders, uh, at, at this point, is there any indication anybody else has come out and said, yeah, you know what, got an issue here? No, I, I mean, the thing, of course, is that once it goes to the, the trial and discovery, um, there there'll be some. There might be some more information that comes out, possibly emails, statements from witnesses, and we'll see where this goes. What, what we do know is broadly that the things that this dean is alleged to have said are part of a lot of critical race theory, white privilege trainings, you know, that white men are um, evil, that they're, they're privileged, um, you know, they need to acknowledge their privilege. There is this lot of racial animosity created in this new, you know, called DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, not new, I'm sorry, this DEI mindset. 
Um, so a lot of things she is alleged to have said are probably part of a university's, uh, you know, training to, to faculty and students. Well, and to your point, Matt, you know, where we have over two thirds of college conservatives that are saying, yeah, I mean, I don't even feel like it's safe for me to be able to speak up on campus, let alone, you know, in the classroom. It really does speak to perhaps a pervasiveness to where maybe others are going to be afraid to speak up until somebody has taken that step. Exactly. And it's not even clear um, that this that he had done anything particularly political um, that he had gone to a you know, pro cop rally or had gone to a pro life march or something. Um, so far from what we can tell is that this is just basically because he is conservative. It's not even related to a specific, you know, thing that happened on, on campus. I'm, I'm sure your, your listeners and, and you know of all the different stories of conservative professors who have said something perhaps in a classroom or wrote an essay that got them um, pushback. But this just seems to be mainly because he's a white male and holds conservative beliefs that he's he's been targeted. Yeah, Matt, I actually uh, I've, I've been working on something with a professor at a university in South Florida that will remain nameless, but that has evidence that he was passed over for a promotion specifically because of uh, his political viewpoints that have nothing to do with anything that's come up in the classroom. The the culture that you come across, you know, the college fix, what you work on, you know, covering the college landscape, I, I, is the perception on the right equal to reality? In other words, is it really as bad as, as some may think it is at this point? Sure, I, I would say I would say it is. Um, we just had a story. There was a survey of Harvard students, not necessarily scientific, but they did survey about forty percent of the senior class, which is a pretty good representative. I think usually five percent is the the norm, um, and only six point four percent said they were conservative. Now, there's two ways to read it. None of them are good. One is that actually only six point four percent said they were conservative, or that even in an anonymous survey. Maybe more are conservative, but they're scared to uh, they're scared to say it um, because they're worried about maybe someone finding out a professor and you know revoking a recommendation letter, let's say. Um, and so we definitely do see this on college campuses with all this talk about academic freedom and professors and teachers should be able to teach whatever they want in the classroom. Um, it's oftentimes you know conservative professors, of course, that are targeted the most. Um, or even if you're maybe a liberal professor, but you say that there's only uh, two sexes, right? You, you say something that now is called conservative, which is common sense. Um, so we definitely do see this pushback primarily against conservative views or right of center views in the classroom. Matt, I came across a survey you're talking about with Harvard. There also recently was a uh, Georgetown professor uh, who said that there was no tolerance for conservatives and ended up uh, bowing out on on the basis of that as well. Have we arrived at right. the point to where there is kind of like this this purification and talking about, you know, like a Ivy League school, a Harvard situation, for example, uh, could there even be implicit bias in admission standards? We know that, you know, race and gender considerations have been added by some of these schools. What about actually politics? Right. So um, one thing that I believe has happened in admissions and also in hiring is that 
they've added things like you have to be committed to, you know, anti-racism and, and diversity and equity and inclusion. So they don't explicitly say you can't be conservative, but they'll say you have to affirm this standard that generally conservatives are going to be more critical of and liberals are not. I mean, it'd be the same as if a, a university said, well, you don't have to be conservative to work here, but you have to show us your NRA membership card, you know, or you have to, you have to tell us that, you know, you voted for, you have to tell us that Donald Trump was a great president. Right. Um, so there's, there's sort of these ways. This is the same thing they've done, of course, with getting around rulings against affirmative action. They'll, they'll say, well, well, we don't discriminate on race, but we're going to create this special program for, you know, low income black and Hispanic students. Nothing wrong with helping low income students succeed, of course, or even race, you know, race minorities, but they'll say, and then you get extra points if you do this program that's only open to a specific group of people. Um, so, you know, there's no limit to the creative ways that universities have to get around, um, you know, to, to get to discriminating against students and, and right-leaning professors. Matt, do you have any advice? This comes up every so often. I'll get questions either from parents or sometimes students, and they're like, hey, you know, I'm running into this or I'm worried about this. You know, how how do you think I should handle it kind of thing? I mean, it was rough when, when I was in school. That was well over 20 years ago. I know it hasn't gotten easier. You, you have any guidance for, for conservatives? Sure. Certainly before you go to college, if there's a way you can find a school like a Liberty University, Hillsdale, Franciscan University of Steubenville, um, that's great. Sometimes the community college programs tend to be a little less ideological. Their instructors tend to have a lot of more world, you know, real world experience. Um, so certainly there's a way you can avoid it beforehand. If you're in the middle of it, you're a senior, you got one semester to go, you know, and you, all your professors are just really just aggressive liberals, not just they have liberal views, of course. Um, then, yeah, how do you go about it? I mean, if it's really bad, you could, of course, go to someone higher up, a dean. Perhaps there's a trustee that's a little more sympathetic. You know, try to basically find who is, I would say, try to find the most sympathetic person that's either a conservative or is willing to take your side on campus, whether it's a, like, again, a trustee, <clears throat> maybe it's a dean in another school, you know, who can intervene for you, maybe the dean of the business school, you know, economics, engineering is a little more sympathetic to conservatives. Um, and so if you can do that, you know, you don't need to challenge your professors every time they say, you know, I don't like Trump. Well, you know, but, but if they're saying something, if they're, you know, denigrating you for your religious views, your political views, um, you know, military service. I mean, you can certainly file complaints. Sometimes there may be, you know, harassment policies in place. I would say whatever the policies are in place at the university, use them to your advantage. So even if the harassment policies seem a little bit overboard, if you can use it to stop someone from harassing you, by all means, I mean, my, personally, I think you, I think you should do that. Matt Lamb, associate editor at the College Fix. Appreciate it, Matt. Yep. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll have Al and a trending story up next here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD. This is from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD.